0: Welcome to, or welcome back to, the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Good morning and welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode because you'll be hearing from Annette Allais, who's a good family friend for a long time, about her journey through Christianity and Catholicism, and starting up a blog called Faith Over Coffee, as well as writing a book. And y'all, she's just amazing. And I even learned a bunch of things, and I've known her for years and years and years. So this is really exciting. But before we dive into the episode, I do want to touch on a few pointers here. I am currently in Disney because I'm writing an ebook on healthy living and how to stay fit and stay on track with your goals while at Disney. So I just want to keep y'all you know, in the loop on that. I've actually vlogged since I've been here. So if you really want to see the ins and outs of what I do and how I eat while I'm here and stay on track with my goals, then make sure you head over to my YouTube channel. Click that subscribe button and all those vlogs will be available in June. So I'm really pumped about that. And then I'm also sharing with y'all my immediate reactions to... Those Four Sigmatic Coffees that I got in the mail last week from Chase Tuning, he is another podcaster and a YouTuber and he has a a podcast called Ever Forward Radio and it's all about moving forward and taking the next step and just being really strong in knowing that you're going to make it in whatever that you do. And so I left him a rating and review on his podcast and he chose me for a giveaway that he was doing for this Four Sigmatic brand. And he sent me two different types. One was the Lion's Mane and Chaga coffee and the other was the Reishi Elixir. I'm pretty pumped about that Reishi Elixir. So without further ado, here are my initial reviews and reactions to these awesome, Um, coffees and elixirs and then we'll jump right into the episode. Oh hey so I'm going to share with you my immediate review on the reishi mushroom elixir from Four Sigmatic that I was grateful enough to receive in the mail from Chase Tuning this week with um he is the podcast host for Ever Forward Radio. He I was I was (laughs) I set up a or I put a rating and review on his podcast, and it just so happened that he was doing some giveaways for the Four Sigmatic coffee, and, and I won. So he sent me this reishi mushroom elixir as well as a mushroom coffee mix, and this reishi mushroom elixir mix is supposed to be for nighttime zen. So I've just opened up the packet, and I'm pouring it into the just a hot a hot cup of water. And we're going to mix it up and kind of see how it tastes. And my first thought is that it looks like cocoa powder. It has almost a... Almost a savory scent to it, which is... Oh my gosh, what I'm picking up is ramen noodles is what it smells like. Which, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Because I was kind of expecting it to smell like coffee. Although, on the box it says that it's a mild and earthy flavor but hey if this tastes like ramen noodle soup I'm down for it yeah it almost smells like a a lighter like a broth which is kind of nice like I'm digging this so far it's pretty hot right now so I'm gonna give it a minute you know it really it tastes like a light broth I like it I'm I'm surprised. I not that I thought I wasn't going to like it. I just didn't really know what to expect. That's so interesting. It it is more of a savory flavor, but it's so light that I don't know, it's really nice. So I feel like it's kind of like having a nice little light broth before you go to bed. So apparently you're supposed to take one of these at night and it'll help you maintain or get to sleep better. So it doesn't have melatonin or anything like that in it, but there must be something to this reishi mushroom, log-grown reishi, 1,500 milligrams. So that that's my review for, for that particular one. I really like it. I will keep you posted on how I feel after a good night of sleep on this, but I am for this after a few sips. I like it. Good morning, I'm sitting here on my parents' little outdoor patio area getting ready to try this mushroom coffee mix with lion's mane and chaga from four sigmatic to give you all my official review kind of live. so I've just opened the packet and hmm okay a little bit of coffee a little bit of I don't know why I keep getting this like it's reminding me of ramen noodles and it's it's but it's so faint I don't know. I like, I like it so far. It's so interesting. It's so different. Again, it kind of looks like, it looks like cocoa powder, or I guess it could look like the ramen noodle packets that you put the spices in, but I mean, it looks, yeah, it looks like broth. It really does. Mixing it around, it dissolves pretty darn quickly can definitely tell y'all I'm taking these with me to Orlando this weekend and I will be using these. So each packet has 50 milligrams of caffeine in it. Suggested use is to add the packet to 200 milliliters of hot water. So let's, let's give this a try. It does have a faint coffee smell when I bring the cup up to my nose. A little savory too though. Oh, I do not want to burn my mouth on this okay yeah it's it's light and it definitely has the a faint bitter coffee aftertaste but it has a little bit of this savory kind of broth flavor to it it's really quite nice i approve i like it i i think i will be getting these in the future i know they have a hot chocolate packet so that will probably be the next on my list to try I would definitely give this a try if y'all haven't tried this already. I I approve. (laughs) Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, everyone. It is... 17th of May, but you'll be listening to this on the 20th, so super excited. Hope you all have had an awesome weekend when you're listening to this. Today, I'm interviewing Annette Lay, who is a really good close family friend, has been for quite a long time, Um, and she is the owner of the blog, Faith Over Coffee. She's the author of the book, Dear Future Husband, A Guide for the Christian Woman, as well as a social media and marketing coordinator for a medical spa. So she's really given women a place to feel safe and kind of combine that coffee aspect, which is really what I consider quite a comfort for most of us, and combining that with the discussion of Christianity, specifically the Catholic faith, which let's face it, any religion topic can be really scary to to touch on and to approach so i'm really excited that she's going to kind of dive into both aspects of that kind of some misconceptions she sees how she empowers women and the feedback she's gotten from all of her focus on a spiritual health and well-being so i'm really excited this is the second interview in a row kind of in this mini series that's focusing on spiritual health and fitness if you missed last week's with billy weatherall please go back and listen to it after this episode it was amazing as well but today we're going to dive right in so annette welcome to the show hi thank you for having me you're so welcome so tell us give us a quick bio for all of the listeners if they are not aware of who you are who is annette lay and what do you do well loaded question <laughs> i know <That's> a bit. <laughs> Where do
1: you live? (laughs) All right, I'm from South Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Um, I have so dealing with my blog. I've actually been in Catholic school my whole life up until college. I got my degree in communication there. Awesome. Yes. And then I did an internship in Disney World before moving back home.
0: (laughs) That makes my heart so happy because I'm leaving tomorrow for Disney World. So jealous. (laughs) Well, I will take lots of photos, and okay. you know, you will be able to read the ebook when it comes out. Yeah. So I'm learning from you on how to do ebooks. So we're both helping I'll each do other the outside out there. Scoop yeah. With yeah. <laughs> okay. So Catholic school. So you went to SSA or Saint mm-hmm. Scholastica. Yep. So give us a little bit of background on what's it like to go to an all-girls Catholic high school. I was in public school, so I have no idea. It's actually pretty great. I
1: can tell you, majority of us never did our hair or makeup at all.
0: Oh, wow. Didn't no. care at all. <laughs> Messy bun hair, don't exactly. care. Exactly. <laughs> roll out of bed,
1: roll up with your coffee.
0: Got in a lot of trouble for that, but, you know, it's nah, fun. You made it through, right? Oh, yeah. Graduated for them. Awesome. So, is high school where your spark for, like, the spiritual faith came in, or was it before after? Actually, it was
1: after. It wasn't until... Um, I went to something called Seek in 2015, okay. and that kind of reignited my spiritual journey um, because before, I mean, going to Catholic school my whole life, you kind of just, it just becomes second nature and you don't really care about it. Okay, um, It's just, it's something that you do every day. So to me, like going to elementary and high school, Catholic school, just going through the routine of things per se, um, I kind of like lost focus when I went to college so it wasn't until sophomore year of college that I got actually a little more deeper into my
0: faith, and it just mm-hmm. it's grown since then. Do you find that that's a trend with most people? I do. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense because that's it definitely is. been the case for me as well. And just to throw this out here, this is not going to be a, a discussion on what you should do if you're Catholic or what you shouldn't <laughs> do. This is just we're we both happen to be Catholic, and she really does. I think you cater towards you mm-hmm. know Christian women. And, but yes. discussing, you know, Catholicism and how, how these things are intertwined. Right. So it's, it's not just geared towards one thing, but no. we both grew up Catholic and we both went to Our Lady of the Lake. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of just like, assume like weekly visits, you go on Sunday mm-hmm. or Saturday night with your family and there's coffee and donuts after church. And it's like this big gathering, but I definitely fell off the bandwagon when I went to college too. There was I nobody to make me go, nobody exactly. to watch over me. Like there was just, <laughs> there wasn't a reason all yeah. the time. So, so how? What was Seek? Is that an acronym for something? Or I don't. It might be an acronym. It might be.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, it was put on by Focus. Um, Okay. So it's just a big. I want to call it convention or conference every two years for Catholic students, Mm -hmm. and it's like I think it's a four day, three night, four day something like that, where they have a bunch of talks about um, like dating or you know, like growing deeper into your faith in college or friendships, just like just general life talks. And then you got to meet a ton of people. There's like, when I went, it was 10,000 of us.
0: Oh, wow. So it's a huge group. Yeah.
1: They paired, I was paired with a random people in my room, which turned out to be great friends. Okay. So so it was like an
0: overnight thing where you're really kind of immersed for a couple of days. Really immersed. Yeah. Okay. So um,
1: they had mass every day and adoration and stuff. So that was... hadn't been to confession in years until that time so that was scary. (laughs) Yeah I couldn't
0: tell you the last time I went to confession it's really scary it's probably really not and it's just I have built it up in my head. Everyone does. Yeah yeah and that's probably something that you work through with people Mm -hmm. right? Yeah yeah it's one of the topics. Okay so what did you what did you then take after that weekend with the seek and focus what did you change after that?
1: I started attending mass more I tried doing daily mass I did that for I tried, like, in the summer. It was really easy in the summer until school started again. And then just being, like, more in tune with going to church and just the sacraments and stuff mm-hmm. after that. Um, but then, of course, like anything, like all types of Christianity, you're on fire for a little bit, and then it slowly fades off. And then mm-hmm. you become on fire again. Mm-hmm. And so it's
0: like a... It's a journey. It is. It is. It's a big one. <laughs> it ebbs and flows just like anything else. Yep. Yep. So... I guess, I know before we were talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, something that you work through with people and that's, you've heard that people will come up and say, well, are Catholics Christian? Mm -hmm. So what's the difference? Is there a difference? Let's let's just clarify that for everybody. Uh, So basically
1: people like to generalize like Christians and Catholics when actuality Catholics fall under Christianity. So, I posted this on my um, Facebook a few days ago, but instead of asking, are you Christian or Catholic, you should ask, are you a Catholic or a Protestant? Are you Catholic or Baptist? Because Catholicism, Catholics fall under the umbrella of Christianity, just like Baptist, Methodist, non-denominational, just any version of Christianity. So, they get that, I think people get confused with Christianity versus Catholicism, because I think they describe Christianity as more as Protestants mm-hmm. versus Catholicism. So it's just,
0: it's, we're all Catholics. I mean, we're all Christians. We're all Christians, yeah. All Christians, not all Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that's super interesting. So there's kind of this giant umbrella of Christianity yeah. and all of these other groups still fall under Christianity. Yeah. It's just we worship
1: differently than the other groups. And so mm-hmm. I think that's just why people say are you Christian or Catholic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
0: Well, and maybe being down south, just depending on where you are, like... Mm-hmm. We, We're probably more Catholic churches down here, you think? There are a lot more. I think there's like
1: seven in a 10-mile radius down here.
0: Yeah, and we're from like the Mandeville, Covington, Slidell area of Mm -hmm. Louisiana, which is on the north shore of Lake Pontchartrain, so really close to New Orleans if you're not familiar with kind of these smaller (laughs) towns, but really close to New Orleans if you're not familiar. Mm -hmm. So, Annette, what, what would you say is the definition of spiritual fitness or spiritual health? Because I think... A lot of us focus on kind of this like spiritual, like mindset piece, mm-hmm. but maybe not necessarily the religious piece of it. Right. And I know we're all really focused on, oh, I need to hit my nutrition. I need to hit my workout goals. Like, where does this spiritual mindset piece fit in? Can you elaborate on that?
1: Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this like last night. And for me, it means getting closer to God by reading scripture, going to mass, and then helping people in their faith, um, in the Catholic faith. And one of the jokes with Catholicism is during church, you sit and stand and kneel a lot. It's true. <laughs> so you get your own
0: fitness at Mass. Oh, I didn't even... That's so funny. That's really true. There's it is. There's a lot so of sitting, standing, and kneeling.
1: But yeah, it's very interesting. But um, yeah, for me, that's just
0: getting closer to God. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and what if somebody is maybe not quite ready to start attending Mass or church? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do you think would be a good definition for for someone who's kind of like new to this approach? I think just opening up your Bible if you have one. I mean, you can easily
1: get um, an app on your phone. Just diving into scripture, maybe watching, I love watching YouTube videos Mm -hmm. about it. Um, Just search the internet.
0: What kind of apps could you recommend? Well, hang on. Checking the phone, (laughs) we gotta check the phone. We gotta be specific on (laughs) this. I know I had one a while back and it had like a fish on it, so I was like, Oh fish. That must be, you know, spiritual health. Oh, it's called devotion. Oh. Yeah. And that was that was pretty cool because you could set an alarm on your phone to kind of like check in with that every day yeah. and just take a few, you know, a few moments out of your day to there was like a trivia, there's a Bible humor for the day. Mm-hmm. There is like a little um, quote that you could read, and it doesn't take long, you know, you could take 60 seconds, and that's right. kind of like, hey, I have recomposed myself, I've centered myself, I am now in a positive place to move forward with mm-hmm. my day. Yeah. Um, for, like, general Christianity, there's the
1: Bible app, um, there's also She Reads Truth and Sprinkle of Jesus, but if you want uh, Catholic, really good ones are um, Formed or Laudate or Catholic Answers Live. It's a really good
0: podcast and video series too. Okay, and we'll link all of these apps down in the description box below or the show notes below just to make sure that if you are interested in finding some place that you can go on a daily basis to just get, you know, your 60 seconds in or something Mm -hmm. like that, if you're just kind of starting off with this spiritual fitness piece of your journey, um, we'll make sure that you have that information below. Perfect. Um, What kind of YouTube... Channels or whatnot? Do you find um, for me? It's been
1: Lizzie's Answers. She's actually a Protestant uh, convert to the Catholicism, so she was part of a Protestant church and just recently became came into the Catholic church during Easter. Um, so she has some really interesting, good videos there. Another one is Ascension Presents. I love Father Mike Smiths. Um, used to he acted before he went into the priesthood. So that's oh, so he should be
0: entertaining. He's also kind of cute. I'm just throwing ah. it out there. <laughs> I know. Okay, so <laughs> if you need if you need somebody that's good to look at while you're yeah. listening, you might be ladies. Well, how much are you gonna get out of that? I don't know. <laughs> Again, no, I mean, this are really great. I met him at uh, Seek. So. Oh, cool! Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Okay, so we'll link all those below and <laughs> give y'all plenty of options. But I think the option you're probably most fond of is actually the the blog and the mm-hmm. book and the work that you have created. So, so let's take it back. So we you kind of recentered with your faith in in college, a yeah. couple of years in college. So, at what point? in college, did you spark this idea for your blog and the book, which one came first? Just dive into that piece. Okay.
1: Um, I've always wanted to do a blog, per se, and I started one back in college, and I can't even tell you the name of it, <laughs> it had one blog post and that was it. And it wasn't until after Disney when I came back and I knew I wanted to start a blog, and I went through a series of like, I do not really know what I wanted to write. I was like, oh, like I could write about horses, but, Honestly, I wouldn't go nowhere because I don't ride every day. So mm-hmm. that wouldn't really fit. And the one thing that kept coming back to me is, like, I want to make a difference, inspiration. I want to, like, talk freely about my faith. So I tried doing Christianity first. Mm-hmm. Was, I was going to do this. Um, I did start Faith Over Coffee as a Christian blog for women. And it wasn't until I joined other Christian groups that I saw, like, the the struggle or the animosity with Catholicism, with Christianity. And I was like, Kip, you're kind of wrong there. So it kind of developed into a teaching platform. And mm-hmm. so that's
0: how my, that's where it is now. Um,
1: okay, I decided, so the blog
0: is a teaching platform. Yeah. And that's cool because you found a niche that was kind of undiscovered. Right. You know, you found a need that right. clearly wasn't being filled elsewhere. Because right.
1: you have many Christian blogs and you have Catholic blogs, but you don't have like both together so um I kind of wanted to have both on one blog because if you go to like a catholic blog it's just catholic mm-hmm. if you go to christian blog it's
0: just christian nothing catholic so I kind of wanted to talk about both okay. on there. now do you also discuss you know protestant or baptist and how you know catholicism differs from those I will eventually. <laughs> eventually. Okay, so right now it's really staying like, it's, you know, how is Catholicism really yeah. specific versus what is the general in Christianity. Right. Okay. What are some What are some trending topics that you find that you're kind of hearing about from other people and then wanting them to discuss? Um,
1: a lot of topics, like in my Christian group friends on Facebook, um, they're really confused about Mary or communion, why they can't take communion if they come to a Catholic church, whereas any um Protestant church you can go and take communion. Mm. Um so that's a big one. And then like what's the deal with the saints and the sacraments? Like what is that? Just, There's a lot of them. How there, do you track? Right. <laughs> it's just like this whole language barrier that I'm finding out.
0: It's true. I mean there is I know we did so much CCD and mm-hmm. so many classes for, you know, confirmation and First Communion yeah. and all those things. And it's a it's similar to school. It's an overload of information. And when you're a kid or a teenager, you have so many other things on your mind. It's right. not a focus. And so no. you learn it and you forget it. Yep. And then when people <laughs> come and ask you about it, you're like, oh, I don't know. I learned that as a kid. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It, it sure is. is. It is. It's a whole different language I'm finding out. So out of curiosity, then, what what is the reason why you cannot, if you're not Catholic, you should not take communion during a mass? In the Catholic Church, we believe
1: that um, the Eucharist is the real presence of the body of Christ, whereas in other churches, it's just done in remembrance, and it's just a piece of bread or a cracker. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like in the Catholic Church, it's only for a brief time um, during transubstantiation. Um, (laughs) I don't know the word either. It's okay. um, Whenever the priest consecrates the host, it's only for a brief amount of time that it's actually he's present in the Eucharist. And it's after you take communion and swallow it, it's like 15 minutes until it dissolves and, you know, it turns back to bread. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So that's the main difference because if you're...
0: Oh my God. This makes so much sense. This is so funny. So... Oh God! What was it? Which school? Um, it was third or fourth grade, and we attended mass. Uh-huh. And I got in trouble because for whatever reason, I mean, I was probably like eight. You or just a bite. Well, no, I, I took it out of my mouth and I hid it for later. <laughs> Danny. I got I was like oh, no I know <laughs> I got in trouble for it and my dad was so mad. But then when he I mean he realized like I didn't yeah, know. But yeah. I never I never understood like why it was such a big deal. Look at that. I have learned something new today. (laughs) I felt so bad. Like, so much guilt as a kid. Catholic guilt is the worst. It is. Granted, I don't know another kind of guilt because I've always been Catholic, but it's the same. It's (laughs) rough. That's... Okay. Carry on. That was my moment.
1: No, that was was great. (laughs) But yeah, that's fine. Um, There's just people who are Christians and who aren't Catholic, Christian in general, Mm -hmm. who aren't Catholic, when they they don't receive that sacrament they don't fully believe it they can't take it so just like we can't take communion at other churches because we know it's false it's not the real presence of jesus mm-hmm. so we can participate in like the songs and stuff but we just can't take communion in
0: other churches besides our own
1: gotcha. um, but yeah so that's
0: big difference <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. so where did you get the name faith over
1: coffee so at the time, I had my business coach. She was helping me with all this. And I just, I was like, okay, I like faith, but I like coffee. I was trying to like, I was like, faith with coffee, faith over coffee, and just mm-hmm. faith over coffee just stuck.
0: Yeah. So you just kind of talked right. through it about different things that you liked. Yeah. So you don't want to go with like faith and horses. You want faith no. and coffee. <laughs> faith and coffee. I'm like, I love
1: coffee. So plus you're always, I mean, my best time is, sitting with my Bible with coffee or just hanging out with friends with coffee. Mm-hmm. Coffee's
0: just great in general. It totally is. <laughs> and it's such a community thing. It and is. So it makes sense that if you want to teach something, mm-hmm. you want it to be in a community environment right. and you want to feel good and comforted and enjoying your time together. And it's always a good conversation starter. It is. And coffee after church. Great. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. We've, we've always done faith over coffee, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Only after mass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So cool. So what um, I guess, What then sparked your idea for the book? How did this transition from blog to book? So in the blog, um, I'm, so a lot
1: of my early blog posts have to deal with dating and Christian dating. And okay. I really wanted a way to, like, I would love for this to be my full-time job and be able to have an income through it mm-hmm. one day one day soon. It'll happen. It'll happen one day soon. Um but I was like, you know, I really need passive income. I really want to write a book. There's no time like the present. Mhm. And so I love to write. I've been writing since I was a kid. Um communications major, right? Yes. Makes sense. Yes. <laughs> Always wanted to tell a story. And so I kind of just got this idea and I would see other friends post about writing letters to their future husband. And I was like, oh girl, I got you. So um That's it. Yeah. They,
0: you saw this happen.
1: Yeah. So I was like, I've done this for a few years. It was something that I was never going to share out loud. But here we are. I've been doing that for years. And so I decided, you know what? Like, I, I know enough about it. I've written enough letters. So I'm just going to do like a little guide, like a, a writing prompt. And so actually it wasn't until Disney where, something in my life happened there that kind of prompted me like you'll read about it in the book um (laughs) about this guy and it was just you know a
0: teaching moment per se you want to share a little bit of that story to entice people to go (laughs) get your book (laughs) what can they expect to to read about so you know like as a um
1: you know how you think of like the one and like um you know one day that Mm -hmm. guy will come and so when I was the dream in, guy that we all dream this for yep Yeah. so when I was in Disney there was one of my co-workers I don't even know if he knows that he's in this book one of my other co-workers who actually saw the book she got it that day and she was like oh I know this is about so-and-so and I was like great <laughs>
0: well, I mean you okay. change the name and stuff and that's okay you're yeah. sharing a story because odds are you're not the only person who's been through that situation that's true
1: that's true so uh there's this guy at Disney and he's He still works there um but he would we would talk all the time um talk every day he always used to give me compliments and that's something that I was never I never really got when I I didn't really date much in high school oh you went to an all-girls I did yeah so your chances are slim there yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um he would just tell me that I was beautiful or that I was funny and like just pay me all these compliments and It was refreshing and um but there was something that he did that i was not on board with and i couldn't get past that and so i was like you know what you're not the guy for me but i've learned from you i've learned what this is not what i want Mm -hmm. but um yeah you can read the full story in the in the book but uh yeah so for me i was
0: like okay he's not the one Mm-hmm. And so that just it was a learning curve. It was just. I yeah, mean, you have to kind of date around to understand yeah. what you do and you don't want because, mm-hmm. and I found this too. Is I mean, even though I'm married now, there I had you know kind of in my head a little checklist. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually write it out, but you know there was this right. the perfect guy, and then this the ideal person, and I've ended up with the ideal person, but I didn't know that person was ideal for me right. he didn't meet that perfect checklist no. he's not perfect and neither no am one i is. and we're an imbe- a very imperfect couple but but it works <laughs> no perfectly for us you right. know we're figuring it out together now so right. that's so fun i love it i i have not read your book yet and i need to because <laughs> i hear about it all the time and maybe that's i've heard a lot of your stories yeah but i do think the the letters piece yeah, is you really you know fascinating the, the real, the yeah we text there. all the time so. <laughs> Uh, i get i got the 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 back end text version of the stories <laughs> yes so talk to me more about the letters what did these letter prompts look like and so do you you, you wrote some of these letters or you saw other people writing letters you could dive into that a little bit more so i'm actually gonna pull it up so
1: I'm gonna, um so like whenever like I would write a letter it would just, if you think about it it's more like a diary entry like just mm-hmm. telling you telling someone about your day yeah but knowing that this person is going to read it later on um so for me for this actual book I remember I was at the beach and I was like you know I kind of need to write a letter just for people to understand like what this is so I actually ended up writing him a, him a letter whoever he is and um
0: I put it in the book so did you give him a name or did you just call him dear future husband?
1: Dear future husband, hey you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> whatever comes to mind, whatever, yeah, hey, yeah. It works.
1: And so I have one letter in the um, in the book as a sample per se, but I love you can go on Pinterest and look up dear future husband letters, but um, there's just prompts like, for example, I'll just read you one. Yeah, please do.
0: All right, we've got it pulled up on Kindle right now, so we're scrolling yes. through trying to find a good. Well, they're all good, but trying to find the right one to read today. So you can either write like a letter,
1: you could write um, a prayer, you could just write lyrics. Uh, One of them is think of a list of things you would like to do with him and tell him. Would you like to have a certain movie marathon, a road trip, spend a day as a tourist? Just kind of like plan stuff out. Yeah, that's a a
0: good prompt because it gets you thinking and it gets us out of, you know, doing social media and on our phones and... (laughs) And, exactly. and I do, I find writing so therapeutic and I don't, well, I do it more often now than I have in the past, but I've also, feel like I've gone through phases, yes. kind of ebbs and flows. And in times that I knew I didn't have the people around me that mm-hmm. were going to be the people I necessarily wanted to talk through with deep thoughts, mm-hmm. I would get out a journal. Like, the one summer that I still feel like is one of the greatest summers of my life when I was a cadet training assistant in ROTC, <laughs> I spent, I had a journal on every night. I was there, I was at Camp Shelby in Hattiesburg, Mississippi for 10 weeks and every night I wrote in the journal and some, some days I felt like it was eloquent and then some days it was just like word vomit. Like uh-huh. whatever happened throughout yeah. the day, whatever I was mad about, whoever I was crushing on, like whatever yep. it was, yep. but just simply the act of writing things out. Like, Cleared okay. space out mm-hmm. and that's the same with like writing to-do lists I think it's like you you put it on paper then you get it out of your head and then you don't have to think about it anymore because right. you've written it down right and now there's like space for something else right exactly yeah yeah so do you, do you find that as well like it kind of mentally clears space for you I do I do and
1: like I look back and I started just doing letters and then I started a journal because journals are just easier to transport. Mm-hmm. So, like, it goes back to, like, 2015. That's awesome.
0: It is. I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope he likes to read. But, uh, <laughs> well, if that's a quality that you're looking for in yeah. your future husband, then, yeah. you know.
1: But you know, I, went, I went through periods of writing, like, every night, so now just writing once every few months, and it's just where you are in life
0: mm-hmm. and stuff.
1: Yeah. But tr- you try not to focus, because I'll, I'll see some girls, they get so focused on this future husband and... When really, like, it's it almost becomes, like, a ideal mm-hmm. situation. And you just have to remember that, you know, at the end of the day, if you are called to marriage, it will happen. Mm-hmm. If you're not, then it's okay.
0: It's not God's plan for you. Yeah, and you have to have that faith right. that, you know, if you're craving something exciting and you think it's marriage, it might not be marriage. But right. he's not going to disappoint you. Yeah. He's, he's going to show you that there's something else in line for you. Yeah, yeah. So what did you learn about yourself through writing all these letters and writing this book?
1: Hmm.
0: Sorry, that was a question we <laughs> weren't planning on. It just no, it's fine. popped in my head.
1: <laughs> I think for me, it was like, because for so long, I mean, pretty much all of my friends are either dating or married. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like one of the last ones. And it was kind of like in my head that like I had to get married to look like the perfect life. Mm-hmm. And for me, like writing this book and writing this blog and just letters in general um, kind of helped me grow as a person and depend more on God than finding this ideal man. Mm-hmm. So honestly, like I've noticed too, whenever I focus so hard on like the future and like finding Mr. Wright, nothing happens. But when
0: I'm not funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: But when I like put him out of my mind, then in walks someone. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's funny how that
0: works. Yeah. It is. And people say that all the time. Yeah, it's like, it happens them. at the craziest time or it happens when you least expect right. it. But it's true. It is. Like, <laughs> if you've got positive vibes, you're focused on God or, you know, your spirit or mm-hmm. your center, whatever it is or that something. you believe in. Yeah. And, and you're focusing on you. Like, the good things just seem to happen. There's it's gone. kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I know both of us are really in the self-development space right now uh-huh. and focused on... You know, what can we manifest and, you know, where, what people can we manifest into our lives and what yeah. positive thinking and positive vibes can do. And it's absolutely insane. Recently, well, in the past three, four months, I started consistently tithing in a way that I'm giving back to a couple of um, groups that I really believe in, like mm-hmm. Kelly Kicking Cancer. Yep. And I've only found good things are happening because of it. And I just see more positive things happen in life. I'm able to de-stress faster and move past you know negative things that happen because I'm, I'm more focused on the good that's yeah. happening in life. So I guess that being said, can you explain to us what tithing is? How much should you tithe if you're Catholic? Is that a thing for anybody yeah, outside so, of
1: Catholicism? I mean, I know like the Catholic Church. Um, I know like every church asks for donations or money, but like in the Catholic Church – Specifically, um, um, they only ask what you can give. So if you can't, if you're broke, they don't want you to give away your money,
0: mm-hmm. but give away your
1: time instead.
0: Aha. So
1: whether so you could tie it in the form
0: of money or time. Volunteering,
1: yeah. Volunteering, giving, um, just helping out any way you can. You don't have to necessarily give money. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's how it
0: is in the Catholic Church. I, I
1: Where does the
0: 10% rule come from? I have no idea. Okay, I feel like I've always heard like, and then maybe that's a, a business intellect. thing, like donate ten percent. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I know. don't know. I didn't hear, hear about that until you
1: just said it. Oh, okay. So that's not a Catholic
0: <laughs> thing. All right, I don't know where it I heard could that be from. It a
1: general church thing, like ten
0: percent of your income. Is that what they? Want? Maybe that's just like how budgets tend to look. Maybe I don't know. I'll have to look into that. I'm curious <laughs> <now>. <laughs> how interesting. Yes. Uh So how do you focus on all of these different types of fitness and health and how does spiritual health like fit into your day and into your week? So you, I mean, you have, I know that you focus on, on your fitness and your nutrition because Mm -hmm. we've worked on that together and are still working on that together. So how, how do those types of things fit into your day and your week? Like how do you portion out your time? Um, when it comes to like spirituality, that's just like a
1: constant thing. Like just. I find myself just praying just throughout the day. Okay. So I'm constantly in tune with that. But then, like, fitness-wise, um, around, like, lunchtime, like, I work in downtown Covington, so I'm surrounded by great places to eat. Mm-hmm. And I'm a like, quick drive to Starbucks, which is dangerous
0: and good at the same time. Um, yeah, they've got some good options, yeah. but they've got more more higher-calorie unhealthy options than not. <laughs> yeah, so now
1: since you told me about, like, different drinks to order at Starbucks, because I'll find myself just going there for lunchtime Mm -hmm. just to get coffee, because let's face it, you need that pick-me-up. Yeah. Um, But I'll order, you know, a non-fat latte with one pump of a syrup Mm -hmm. versus a Frappuccino, which
0: is actually happy hour today. (laughs) Did you go for happy hour today? No, I
1: did not. I was like, Danny's not going to be happy with me, so...
0: Hey, I As, as long as you fit it into your goals, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm all for it when it fits.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, no, so I'm just more um, – I look, I read labels now, and I think about, like, okay, what am I putting into my body? You know, the whole saying, your body is a temple. Mm-hmm. Um, you only want good things in it. So definitely. now I'm more conscious
0: about what's actually going in than awesome. I was in the past. You definitely are. We've yeah. had many conversations, and you are – you are setting yourself up for success because of mm-hmm. the small changes that you're implementing that will be successful over time. Yeah, I've learned drastic change does not work. It totally doesn't. It's just stressful. It. <laughs> Anybody listening who thinks that it does, please understand it no, does not. No, a little bit at a
1: time. Mm-hmm.
0: So what about like your physical fitness? What are you doing to make sure that you maintain some sort of exercise and movement throughout your your days and your weeks? Yeah, so I'm, I work at a computer the
1: entire day. So for me, it's getting up and just walking or even standing at my desk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like to do like 15 or 30-minute YouTube video workouts. Yeah. Because for me, that's all I can handle. Mm-hmm. Fitness-wise and then just time-wise. Yeah. Um, but a lot of walking.
0: And how do you make sure that you schedule that into your day? Walk it out in my planner. Mm-hmm. And I hope to stick to it. <laughs> Well, and you have accountability. You have people yes. like me who kinda of double check you every week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked I think last week about yeah. talking to, you know, coworkers and friends. Just to hold you accountable. Yeah, putting yourself in an environment to set you mm-hmm. up for success. And I feel like you have provided the spiritual fitness faith environment for people to come in and be successful in the same way that you're you have you're putting yourself in mm-hmm. a successful setup for your your physical fitness. Right. I mean, you just moved into an apartment with some of your friends or cousins, right? And you said Cousin and friends. Cousin yeah. and friends. And they're, they're fitness. Like, they're, they're very... they trainers, yeah. Yeah. And so, you... I think you very intentionally did that and said, hey, they're at this place with health and fitness that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to immerse myself in that. Yep. Into the whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what changes has that brought you?
1: Meal prepping and... A lot of, like, just seeing them, like, how they eat. A lot of egg whites, chicken. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All uh, the egg whites. <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally, our fridge has, like, a row of carton of egg whites. Mm-hmm. That's just a lot of grilled chicken, um, a lot of seafood, veggies, and, of course, you know, protein powder drinks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it, does, it does the trick. <laughs> it's such a different environment than
1: mm-hmm. before.
0: Yeah. Well, that's okay mm-hmm. you had a, you had you go through phases of life yeah. and now you're you're moving into this other phase and they're they're all meshing together yep yep so how do you feel like your spiritual fitness like centers you and kind of brings all of this stuff together like how does that kind of incorporate into your whole life
1: the one question that just kept around me off when mm-hmm. you mentioned spiritual fitness because before this I'm like what is that
0: yeah what is it <laughs> Well, Um, yeah. I don't want to say it's a new thing because it's not. but But it is – I find that in all of these, like, self-development things that we're going through, everyone is talking about, like, prayer and meditation and manifestation and all of these things that, like, keep you centered and help you stay focused. And so I feel like that is what this does for you. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to hear your spin on it. So for me, like, I'm just in
1: constant prayer. Like, or just – I don't even know if prayer is the right word, but just conversation mm-hmm. um, with God. And so, like, it's, just, it's a daily thing, like, from morning to night. Like, when I'm struggling, I just say a quick prayer.
0: Um, what, what, what does that look like? What does a quick prayer or quick conversation look like? Like, is it as simple as, hey, God, I am struggling with, with XYZ today. Like, can you help me yeah. get through this? Is that, like, what it is? Yeah.
1: Pretty Much like you're talking to a friend, like you would go to a friend for advice, like, okay, I, I need to do this, help me out, type thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's as simple as that, yeah, simple as that. I'm really, I'm still working on the food part, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's we all are, we all are. I mean, I'm dieting really and quit. I'm going to Disney, oh my god, uh-huh. <laughs> which makes me the perfect candidate for my ebook yeah. because it's all about healthy eating and living while well at Disney and not coming back 10 pounds heavier. So, um Since I have a bikini show in about a month and a half, or no, like four and a half weeks, Mm -hmm. I have to like. The good thing about Disney is a
1: ton of walking.
0: It's true, it's true. Because I
1: used to work there and I would eat horribly. I ate a ton of Chick-fil-A and soda. Mm -hmm. But I walked every day, up and down, ramps, pushing things, lifting things. Yeah. It was your own
0: workout, but. Mm -hmm. It's 1.2 miles around that. Epcot? Yeah, the Epcot Lake around the, the World Pavilion.
1: It's a very great workout.
0: Yeah, I'll be doing a lot of walking. I will find that my hips will be sore from like walking (laughs) around because I'm a very active person, but then again, I'm not. Like I don't walk around all day. Like I'm in the gym for about an hour and a half to two hours every day, but I don't walk around all day. Right. So it's, it's a different kind of fitness for sure. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're kind of nearing the end of our time this evening, but there's a couple more questions I want to ask you. So what is exciting for you right now? Like what's coming up for you in the future? So right now I'm working on a whole series of, um,
1: my mission with Faith Over Coffee is informing the uninformed about the Catholic faith. And so right now I'm working on a series. Uh, just explaining the different parts of Catholicism because a lot of people have misconceptions about it mm-hmm. and I just want to clear that up so every week I'm going to be coming out with new content and then um, I'm actually working on a devotional with two other friends to for um, I'm working on Advent and Christmas so oh cool yeah so we're trying to do like a daily devotional versus just a um
0: Seasonal one. for for those who might not be familiar, what's a devotional? Devotional is just a
1: short like prayer and um, meditation every day. Okay, just to bring you closer to God
0: in your faith. Do you have to be Catholic to read no. it? No. So it can help you out if you're not Catholic. It can help you out if you're just a Christian. Okay, just a general Christian. Awesome. We're all Christians. Awesome. <laughs> where where might we be able to find these things?
1: That is still in the works. Okay. Um, but check faith over coffee okay and then if one of my great friends who i'm actually going to visit in august um stephanie um her shop is shop the at lux um she's
0: another writer so okay check both of our websites for that so is your website faithovercoffee.com it is yes and is that your instagram as well it is what about facebook i believe it's that too Is there any other social media for you that I'm missing? There is Twitter. I'm not active on it as much as I should be, but again, it's Faith Over Coffee. Okay, all one word. All one word. Okay, awesome. That was gonna be my next question is, (laughs) where can people find you and follow you if they wanna connect? Faithovercoffee.com. Faithovercoffee, okay, awesome. So share with us quickly, what's one story, maybe a recent story of how your blog or your book has empowered somebody to take that next step in their like spiritual faith and fitness journey so one of my blog posts
1: is um about confession and i title it i dread confession because
0: let's face it we all do oh my god that would entitle me (laughs) entitle me that would entice me to (laughs) To read read
1: yeah yeah so it's just very brief kind of explaining why we go to confession what happens during confession Mm -hmm. and i have one friend who dreads confession and so that's something that we talk about on a monthly basis and She'll ask me to pray for her and I'm like girl I'm praying for you you got this you can go like it's okay mm-hmm. it's not it's not a scary thing
0: even though trust me I freak out before Oh yeah there I've... have been times that <laughs> I've
1: driven to church and turned around
0: Oh and I've gone I've gone in before and just said nothing been <laughs> like oh there's some words I'm supposed to say and I don't know what they are <laughs> I have like a like a little like how to guide next to like the confessional and I'm like I like oh, to go behind true. the screen <laughs> Yeah So but, yeah. so sorry I kind yeah, of you off there so So now she's able to go to confession? You've walked her through that? or She, last time I talked to her, she was scheduled
1: to go. I think she went. But it's still, it's one of those things because she's a convert into the faith. Mm -hmm. So she's only been in the faith for three years. And so it's kind of, I mean, confession's a scary thing. And you're just laying out all your sins to God in front of someone. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of like one of the big things for me. And just kind of like. I knew that I was I was on the right track, that I wanted to continue
0: doing this. Yeah, that's even, cool. So you kind of yeah. coached her through it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so after that, after reading that and coaching her through it, now it's not so scary, huh? No, hope not. <laughs> oh, good, good. So on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. who is somebody that empowers you on on a daily basis to kind of stay empowered, to keep moving forward with your spiritual fitness?
1: I'd have to say my Blessed Is She girls. Um, Blessed Is She is a website that um or just not even a website just a community full of women all over the world catholic women okay and they come out with devotionals every day so oh I'm, cool i get them in the email 3 a.m 4 a.m every day so and i'm um, connected to i'm connected to two groups with blessed is she um so just having that constant daily facebook presence mm-hmm um, has helped me a lot. Just it's kind of like a daily reminder. It is. It is. And then you've got a ton of people there to back you up and just go to advice. And then if, I just have to say Catholic. Not Catholic. I mean, there are Catholic ones,
0: but Facebook groups in general. Mm-hmm. Just, they, those have been my biggest things. Okay. Awesome. And so yeah. what what was the website for that if people want to go find it? Blessedishe.net blessedishe.net. Okay, cool. And we'll we'll link all this below. Yeah, please (laughs) don't forget to send me all these things. Because now we've got a list of like 10 different things that we want (laughs) to link below. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So last question then, unless do you have anything else you want to kind of touch on today that we've talked about? Anything else you want to clarify? No, I think that's it. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. I'm yeah. pretty excited for you. Thank um, you. Also, last question then: You have a, like a 30 second elevator ride with someone, and they it's someone a stranger you don't know, them, and they look over you and say, "How can I be empowered to take the next step on my health and fitness journey?" What do you tell them? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I just tell them, you know,
1: avoid sugar. <laughs> Eat healthy, um, get a lot of protein with chicken and eggs, um, and just move a lot. That's
0: all it comes down to is eating right and moving a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about with respect to the spiritual fitness piece? Because that's kind of where your expertise is. I would say just start talking to God. Okay. Just Start, start a conversation. Just start a conversation. Keep it real.
1: Yeah. And the, um, what I'm always told is, or what you hear a lot is, let him speak to you so just learn to be silent
0: oh that's really good <laughs> learn to because, be more quiet yeah because just, we all have busy
1: lives we're always go 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 and just stop for
0: a minute oh that's so good mm-hmm. oh i love that <laughs> awesome well annette thank you so much for your time today i truly appreciate you being here thank you, and thank you so being much on for the show me. yeah and ladies and gentlemen if you enjoyed this episode then please share it with a friend, go onto iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and honest review. That is the best way for us to reach more people with this message. Um, And until next time, go be empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey. I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Bye.